0: Welcome to episode 172 of the 1099 for the week of October 29th, 2018. I'm your host, Josiah Renauden, and, and this is going <laughs> to be one of the weirder shows I think I've ever done because uh, I don't have a script. I don't have a guest. Um, I've done a few solo shows. I've done, you know, review shows. I've done a couple of, like, hey, here's an announcement show, um, but I've never done anything quite like This and uh, if anyone who listens to this follows me on Twitter, you know what I'm talking about where I said I was going to record a more personal show detailing a lot more maybe than I normally do. Um, I mean the 1099 at its core is an interview show and I understand that and it's about the guest like that the point of it is it highlights someone who's interesting in the industry highlights topics that are important and often very relevant right now in the industry. Um, So if that is why you come to the 1099, uh, that's great Um, that this show is not going to be for you. There's there's no one else here. It's just going to be me talking about a lot of things, a lot of personal things. Uh, If you're one of the regular listeners, and I'm super fortunate to have people like that at this point, it's, it's crazy to see, you know, no matter who the guest is, that I have a lot of people who just like the show and like the direction it's taken and will just come back each and every week that's awesome this might be more for you um but again it, it, it's something different uh and i wouldn't have done this if about boy was it was eight months ago or something like that when i did a just a short show that was hey here's um I, I got a new job i'm moving across the country big news whatever that show did better than most normal shows which was uh shocking to me humbling Because, you know, I know why people listen to the show, and it's not for me. So I decided to do this. Um, It's either going to be like a 20-minute thing, or it could be a two-hour thing. (laughs) Maybe somewhere in the middle would be ideal. Uh, I don't want to, you know, just do preamble forever. Uh, I'm unemployed for the first time in, boy, 10 years. Uh, And it was sudden and not sudden. It was maybe expected as a possibility but the timing was not what i expected um and there's going to be things that i just can't talk about and hopefully everyone understands that when you are talking different companies and work for different companies you're signing things you're i'm not this is not a podcast where i'm trying to be like this is the news that happened go write about this no 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 it's not it's not what i'm doing i will tiptoe around that and explain you know to the best of my abilities without saying anything that i shouldn't be saying uh, but it was um, about two, three weeks ago, something like that, two and a half weeks ago, uh, and I found myself in a situation where uh, there was company restructuring and my role didn't make sense at that point, point. Um, and it left me in this position that I really have never been in. I'm an extremely calculated person, <laughs> to a fault, I would say, where I'm always thinking, you know, months, if not years ahead. I was the person who in school, if you gave me a paper that was due at like midterm at the start of the year, I would make sure it was done in like two weeks if I could, just because I was crazy. Like it wasn't it, it wasn't a healthy way to do things. Like it worked in the long run, but it wasn't a good way to handle things. It's just how my brain works. Because I get, I have like certain uh, sort of comp- compulsions that are a little obsessive in that way. It's, it's, it's stuff that I've tried to get better at over time. Um, and I just had always you know i've never been a situation where it's just like there's no logical next step um and you just got up and moved everything for this and again i'm going to tiptoe around this but when i first moved here about a month in there was a change to what the role was that was no one's fault not of everyone's hands that meant that the next five six months were just entirely different than what i first anticipated when i moved here um Sorry, I'm speaking in vague terms, but my, my job became very different. The role became very different. Um, it was still super interesting and I learned an incredible amount. But for a long time, there was a concern in the back of my mind of like, is this going to happen? Am I going to be in this situation long term or is this going to be a shorter term thing because of circumstances? and that hung over my head in a way that i don't think i realized until i was laid off how exhausting that was and how much that was influencing my time in la like people would ask all the time like oh what's what's your favorite thing in la what's it been like and i barely had an answer just because it was i was consumed by this thing i've never felt fully comfortable because i felt at any moment this income source this thing i i went across the country for could go away uh and I just didn't have a backup plan. And I would not recommend that to people because you, you you live a different lifestyle than you would hope. And, uh, you know, it's I was only a producer at this company because I was fortunate enough to know people and they trusted that my mindset could fill a producer's mindset. And uh, unfortunately, so much of this industry is connections. You want it to be merit. And very often, there, there, many things are merit-based, but there's just times where that I I didn't have the producer experience. Like The only reason I had that was because of that. So that's fortunate for me in that way, but what was unfortunate about it is when it was about to go away a month in, I was like, oh my God, what do I do? I can't find a writing job that is going to be like LA salary and it'll help me keep going, and I don't know what else there is. So when we got the announcement, when some of us got the announcement that we weren't going to be there anymore, uh about you know it was like six months into this job i was much more ready for it one because we had already it already crossed my mind but two i felt like i was starting to gain the skills necessary to at least make a a a new a new career or at least a new next step um six months was actually the target in my mind of like if i can at least hit six months then maybe i can do something about this forgive me if there's gonna be random pauses because i have just a giant glass of wine you know when you have like Enough wine in the left in the bottle where it's like, I might as well just finish this. But by the time you're done pouring it, you're like, I just filled the entire glass. And now I look like a crazy person. I'm currently doing that. The crazy part about a lot of this is um, as soon as we had gotten that news, uh, I I felt terrified. But then I felt relieved. And I didn't even know what to do with myself after I felt that feeling because I was really confused. And um, the reason that I think I felt relieved is because I've been pushing toward this thing for 10 years, Um, which doesn't sound like that long, but when you're 26, a decade's a pretty long stretch. It's a pretty big percentage of your life. And everything I was doing up to that point was all in service of getting into games, Um, whether that be media. Whether that changed into development or community management or production, any of those things, it was all about that. It was always about that. My senior project in high school was this big writing project that I was hoping I could use as proof that I didn't suck so I could try to get on GameSpot. I uh, was writing for free on multiple small websites in high school when I was 16 or 17 just to get noticed. Um, you can find a giant bomb post from me on, a, on the forums from years, years back of me just being like, I don't even know how to do this. Like, where do I start? Someone found that recently and it it just floored me. I forgot that even happened. Um, everything was, I was just so consumed by this. Uh, I, I really, really wanted to do it. And um, I remember college, I would wake up for the full year when I was at Game Ranks before it was uh, a <laughs> major YouTube channel as well, I was, I was a news editor there and I was doing like five to seven news stories a day. And it's fine outing these numbers. The entire management's changed. But I was making like $3 per news story. as my first quote unquote paid gig. And I was waking up at 4.30 or 5 in the morning before classes and spending hours writing, <sighs> grabbing a shower, going to class, coming back, writing more, writing for free for another site, pitching to people. And it was just, you know, the entire day was always interspersed with I need to keep getting my name out there, getting better and and hopefully find an opportunity. Um, and when I say I was relieved, it's because I re- I've been realizing a lot of things in this past three weeks or so um, through the help of a lot of people, through a lot of self-reflection. And uh, I think a big part of what had happened to me is I got my mindset on something. And I convinced myself that that's the only thing I wanted. And, at, at, and multiple times, it was the main thing I wanted. When I got, and I'm sorry if some of these are repeat stories for people who've listened to the show for a long time. But when I got, um, I wrote a feature about my uh, dad dying when I was young. And it was a story on Game Ranks about how deaths and loss in family um, impacts how you play games and what they mean to you i remember i interviewed patrick klepek that was one of the first times we talked and then my friend max and we kind of they had multiple quotes and i kind of strung all this together because all of us had lost our fathers and it was an article all about here's what death can do and how you cope with it through entertainment and through a passion um and that was featured after it was on game ranks was featured on kotaku uh and i remember crying i was i think probably 19 or 20 because that was like the first time that the validation was there right now I I didn't just want to get noticed like that like oh look at me but it was like this thing that I put so much into it's like oh my god I'm not getting paid for that but look at that like my name's on there uh and when the IGN thing happened when I got that pitch accepted I went nuts I was 20 years old I was in my um college apartment with three of my roommates and I just went nuts when I got that pitch accepted it was one of the first pitches I had sent out and it got just immediately picked up all about ps4 as an indie box and um it was on the front page and i just i couldn't couldn't believe it that was like the best feeling in the world to me uh but as time went on and as i think i really just uh, burned myself out um it was i kind of lost control of it where i knew i still wanted it i knew it was still extremely important to me But it was one of those things that I just, I I became too bullheaded and just assumed that like, this is the only thing that matters. Just keep pushing. Just keep, just keep going. Just keep going. Just keep going. Um, And as my interests changed and as my life changed and as a lot changed, this one thing stayed solid, not maybe not organically, more because it just got frozen in time. And uh, I still was writing and contributing to GameSpot while I was um, in college and then Uh, When I moved to Jacksonville, I was still writing some reviews for GameSpot. I think until around 2016, and I went to Jacksonville for a full-time job in 2014 uh, that was unrelated to games, and I was still just pushing, still making sure. And Then when I started working for Tangent Games as an editor and community manager and everything like that, that still felt like another step closer, right? That was still, okay, here's another whole new set of skills I can learn about games. It makes me broader. It still helps me get to that point where It was always, I need to move to California and I need to get into games. Media was the goal, but it was like, by any means necessary. This is what I want to do. And it's what I've always said I want to do. So it's never going to change, right? Right. Uh, And we'll get into, and I talked about this on Twitter a bit. Mental health will be a a part of this conversation. And before I dig into that at all, um, just two quick things. One, I really appreciate how many people were interested in Hearing a discussion on that, that means a lot. And two, I even appreciate more the people who reached out to me personally and said, I'm excited to hear this. Before you do, please just be careful when you're talking about mental health and make sure you recommend professionals and you 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 don't say anything irresponsible. And I, I you're right. I don't want to sit here and pretend I'm an expert. I've recently gone to someone for help. Um, that's a big part of what I want to talk about. So uh I want to handle it delicately because it's a delicate subject that's worth, I don't, I don't want to just be flipping about it. That's not what I want to do at all. Um, it's it's something that's important for me to, you know, really think about. But um, as I was going through my time in Jacksonville, and it, I always knew like LA is still going to happen. Ask any of my friends there ever since I first got there. I'm like, I'll probably be in Jacksonville for a year or two, then be there. Four years went by. And um, as my as I was getting more and more burned out, And as I was struggling more with mental health, anxiety, depression, all these things, this opportunity finally came up to move across the country. And, uh, I was so excited when I got it. Um, but also there was this big part of me in the back of my mind that I was like, I'm unhappy. And I know I am like, I'm not in a good place. I'll explain at least why I think that was and why it's still something I deal with more later. Um, I even though I knew this was the thing I always wanted, part of this move, I hate saying Hail Mary because it wasn't that. But part of it was, is this what I needed the entire time? Have I been sad? Have I been not myself? Have I had issues because I've just been trying to reach this thing and I haven't reached it yet? When I move there, will it flip a switch? And I wasn't like betting on it. I didn't move across the country because I was trying to flip a switch because I was like taking a gamble like that. It's what I wanted to do, and I knew deep down that even if it was a risk, I needed to try it. I really needed to do that. I needed to see what it was like, or I would regret it. I would regret if I stayed at that in Jacksonville. I'm unemployed right now, and I, I don't regret this move at all. Um, so it was important to, me, important to me to find out. So you know, I drove across the country. I got here. I started the job a few weeks, a couple months in, and um, I didn't feel better and at that point that's when I was like okay I have now done everything in my power I've talked to as many friends I've been as self-reflective I've tried things I need to fix this and that really ties into the theme of my entire year and it's something that I went through like a really terrible 2017 just like unhappy just not you know There was there's breakups there was just bad situations all over the place in uh, the, the state of politics in America is a, a constant nightmare that is hard to get over to. And when I don't do New Year's resolutions, but well, what I did do in 2018 was like, look, I need to figure out what I can do to at least better this, to take steps forward. Because once I really started feeling, I didn't know it was depression, but once I really started not feel good around 2014 or so um we'll just kind of fight against it a bit or like you know when you're just out of college or a college kid you're like whatever i'll just go drink with friends and forget about things which that's something that becomes more of a problem as you get out of college mode but you're still coping that way uh it got to this point in around like 2016 where after talking all these people and trying to solve it i just got to this point i'm like this is just maybe it's just i am maybe i'm just like unhappy like maybe this is just how things are and you just need to get used to it. And that was like a really hard thing to grapple with. Um, the times where you don't want to get out of bed. The times where you go to bed sad and you wake up sad. Uh, for me, my depression, and I've been diagnosed since and I'm on medication. Again, we'll get into that. But um, my depression was not these wild swings. Uh, it was just my my ceiling for happiness on a scale of 1 to 10 was about a 5 maybe a 6 on my best times and the floor was like a 2 or 3 and it just kind of hovered in that zone so even when something incredible happened you hit like a 6 and when i was younger i was just like i felt everything like it's it was one of those things where i just really the highs were extremely high and of course you had lows but i'd bounce back and sure it's very different you know kid to adolescence to adulthood but I just it's really hard when you know what it means to be extremely happy and then to not only like lose that but to just have no path back uh, none that I could see so in, in in 2018 I just got to a point where I was like look when you're depressed it's re- you all you the crazy part about being depressed is all you want to do is feel better but you're so down and you're so devoid of motivation that you can't take the necessary steps unless someone pushes you or you just have one of those days where you say, fuck it. I need to fix this or at least try do something actively. And there's some personal things that I don't want to talk about that at the start of the year I did. Um, That was a big personal step for me. Um, And I also just went all in on, I'm going to get this job. Let's do this. Like I'm going to do it this year. Um yeah, it solved a lot of like past relationship issues that were lingering. Um and just devoted myself to be like I'm just I just need to see what I can do to fix this. And um that's why once I moved here and realized that I still wasn't happy. I was still heading in that bad direction. That's when I realized, okay, like if this is the theme of 2018, if this is the theme of what I'm doing, I need to go talk to someone. And I really, it took me forever to find someone, especially in LA. And no one's taking new patients. Uh, And I was so busy. Like this job was, it's all consuming. It was, um, we were working out of an office. That was pretty far away from my apartment. I was driving, I was commuting, you know, hour and a half, sometimes two hours a day. Working, working game dev hours, whatever you want, you know, make it that way you will. Uh, And, I just I, did, I It was so hard to find time to do anything. I would get home on a Friday and not want to go out because I was just exhausted. And Saturday, it's like I have like all these like errands and chores, and it, it was just it was a mess. Um, but I found someone, and I decided. And please, if you were considering talking to someone, don't just sit here and say like, "Oh well." Don't take what I'm going to say as like this is the only path. It's not. I think it should be very individual for everyone. It's, it's a case by case basis type of thing. I went to a psychiatrist instead of a psychologist. Uh, I believe that there's value in both. And I think usually the progression, and again, not professional, progression is psychologist. And then you decide if you need medication with a psychiatrist. Uh, But the way I looked at it and the way the person I ended up talking to looked at it was, here's where you're at, at the bottom of this mountain. Through multiple therapy sessions, we can help you climb over the next few months to get you to a point where you can start helping yourself more, have the motivation to want to do that. But I told her directly that, like, I was, who I was talking to on the phone, like, I just I don't have the time to go like once a week. I just don't. I can't. Um. So instead, we decided let's essentially give you a head start by trying medication, and that might get you halfway up the mountain. And then in the future. As you have more time, as you're feeling better, you can both help yourself and talk to me or talk to a um, psychologist. So that's kind of the game plan we had. Um, I won't get into the medication and stuff. Again, I, I don't want to get into this and make this like a medical show. It's not about that. It was about finally saying, look, this might not work, but I know how bad I feel on a daily basis. I know how low I get. Um, I know that like I, I'm. So, I spent I so much time just like, sitting and thinking and thinking about like how to feel better. I was, I was, I was very open to talking to my siblings, to my friends, but like, here's what's bugging me. Here's sometimes there were things that I knew that I knew exactly why I was down. Other times I just felt terrible. I couldn't get over it. Um, and I think it was, I'm sorry, this terminology is wrong. Persistent depressive disorder. Let me Google it just to make sure. The last thing I want to do is just start making up. Uh, yeah, that's it. Persistent depressive disorder. Um, that's what I was was diagnosed with was put on medication and it's been boy two three months something like that it's really i'm not there's no cure it's not like oh wow now i'm just fucking bouncing off the walls everything's great uh but my floor has been raised if we're going back to that analogy of like your ceiling versus your floor of happiness my floor has been raised and the ceiling's been raised not to like a nine let's say like a seven and the floor is like like a four but just that has been so drastically different. The reason why I think I was able to be so positive when the when the layoff happened was this. If that would have happened before I was on the medication, I just don't know how I would have been able to handle it. Like, I, I think I would have just gone into a bit of a tailspin. And um, this allowed me to, instead of doing that, I just like, I don't have the time to mope about losing this. I need to go find something else. And it was helpful. I, and also, like, here's another, like, definitely other people. You need other people around you to help lift you up. And sometimes it's like one or two sentences someone says that changes things. Um, I was with a girl at the time who uh, was extremely helpful in this moment. Um, when I mentioned the layoff, instead of doing the, I'm so sorry, are you okay? It was very much, hey, when we talked, it seemed like you were struggling to enjoy this job anyway. Like there were definitely good aspects about it, but you were struggling to find happiness in this and it was consuming you. Maybe this is the best thing. Just go find the next, just find the next thing. Uh, And boy, I really needed that at the moment. It was so crazy because, you you know, when you're used to like your friends being like, oh, I'm so sorry. Is there anything I can do for you? Instead, I kind of got like the kick in the ass treatment, which doesn't always work, but in this case really did. So instead of moping about it, I was like, all right, let's let's find the next thing. Let's let's fucking do this. I'm ready and when I said way back earlier in this podcast that it was relieving it's not because I was like I hate this job or I hate the people here I love so many of the people who uh, are at that company and um, still talk to a lot of them Um, there's bad aspects of every single job Uh, but I've been pushing toward this one thing for 10 years for the first time in 10 years one I wasn't working and two it was just like what's next find out does it have to be in games no does it have to be a development job no does it have to be a writing job no what do you want to do and i haven't thought about that in a long time and uh instead of being terrified i was kind of excited i I felt like for the first time i really i was so locked in on one thing and I i thought that was the only thing and suddenly it's gone And I can go hunting for more. And maybe that's what happens. But I felt like I got choice back. I got agency back. Uh, And the only person who took it away was me. Like I was the person who did that. I was the one who fucked that up and just got so stuck on one idea. But it took this to kind of wake me up a bit. Uh, I had lost the sense of myself for so long. I was this so aggressively hardworking confident type of person that that, i use that more as like an insult to myself where i was i was probably awful to be around it sometimes there probably there were multiple relationships that were ended because i was just working too much and thinking too much about that and wasn't able to open up because that was what was on my mind um i was probably an asshole so many times uh a lot of people i work with who they, they might say otherwise they might say like oh he's dedicated and hard working. i get that but i was also just a dick multiple times um I needed to just grapple with that and figure it all out. And uh, when that started to go away, when I started to lose a bit of my work ethic because of the depression was hitting in and anxiety was taking over, um, I kind of just forgot a lot about who I was. And one of the weirdest sensations I've dealt with when it comes to depression is things don't smell the same, which sounds super dumb, but bear with me. Um, There's, this really strong nostalgic connection with your sense of smell, at least I think so, where I can go back to like my hometown and go by the certain area and you smell, even if it's something gross, like a farm, it reminds you of, Oh, I worked in a farm. And like you have like a moment or you walk by your school and it's just, I don't know. There's like this, these common nostalgic smells. Everything was dulled. It was like, emotionally, I had like a dead nerve. And, um, I remember it was at its worst, I realized it was a huge problem when um, my mom would call me and uh, say, "There's one time where she was like, hey, I'm I'm really sorry to tell you, uh, one of your dad's like really good friends, when you guys were all golfing together, um, just passed away. This person who was like essentially like an uncle to me type of thing. And I did the song and dance of, oh, I'm so sorry, you know, how's his wife, everything like that. And I got off the phone and just didn't even, like, it it didn't even make me budge. Uh, I just went on with my day. And that happened a few times in a few very specific situations like that because I was just emotionally out. Like Nothing mattered. Um, Like, very, very specific thing mattered. Like, if Bella was sick, my dog, that would matter. My mom got sick, that would matter. But like everything else, it was just like you could just punch me in the face and I'd just be like, all right, that's fine. Whatever. Like I'll just ice it. Um, and that's not fun. <laughs> that's a real big bummer. And I still struggle with it. I, I'm not sitting here today saying, look at this ama- amazing recovery. I'm fixed. I'm Josiah. But I really lost who I was and was kind of just just coasting. I was on just autopilot for so long. And i'm fortunate that like a big part of me is still my work ethic and I enjoy working, so my autopilot was it worked out. I was able to still succeed at work and you know, go day to day, but I just hadn't I, f- I felt like it was just crazy like <laughs> out of body experience where I'm just like I'm I just don't care about anything. Uh and since I've been on the medication especially since um the layoff happened i just kind of got like a kick in the ass like all right go find yourself again go be yourself i I had a moment where i walked by something and had a nostalgic smell and that was it made me laugh because i was like oh my god okay i'm starting to feel that um and the thing bad things that happen now don't take me completely out for two weeks You know, if bad things happen, breakups, if uh, family emergencies, you lose your job, terrible things in the news, like of course it still affects me, but it's not like, uh, well, now I'm just ruined for a stretch. Um, And it's something that I think the most important part about a lot of this is you you can't have a good couple of days and be like, all right, now we're all up and up. I know I'm going to have swings, and I'm prepared for them. And I'm ready for them. I'm expecting them. I think thinking otherwise would be naive. It's not going to be this perfect road back to wherever I was before. Maybe I never hit that exact same point and that's okay. But what really has felt good is knowing that I'm doing everything in my power to move forward. To improve. And that took me four years to get there because I just couldn't even get myself to do it I was actively there, there were days where I picked up the phone almost called someone or I did left a message and they called me back and I ignored it and it's like oh I'm fine now yesterday was a bad day and then just realized like no you're 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 having more bad days than good days good days are starting to get rare why live like that you know it can be better and like this is not nothing has happened so many people have it so much worse and i don't want this to sound like i'm just complaining about small things and again i'm sorry i'm not getting more specific about certain things i can only go so far uh but there was nothing that happened in my life that i couldn't change and i wasn't in this awful situation i was just depressed and couldn't get out of it but there's resources for that and it's been it's been life changing it's it's been really something else something else and and this just coinciding with This new career, again, the timing, there's never a perfect time to get laid off. Um, This might be the most perfect time. Uh, When I sent out that tweet saying I was looking for work, I had no idea what it would do. Um, And the number of people who shared it and who put in good words for me and who internally recommended me major companies they were at (laughs) just fucking overwhelming. Like it was, I, I, I I had no idea what to expect. And it was so far beyond anything that I could have ever imagined that, um, it just, I I stared at the ceiling for a while. It's like, wow, like, holy shit. Um, and I cannot talk about anything that I'm doing right now, but let me say this um there's there's a lot of opportunities out there and i'm so fortunate and i recognize that um but 90 percent of them are because of this goddamn podcast and that's so crazy to me because i will always remember being in my jacksonville apartment at my kitchen table with this junky mic and an old laptop and having to turn off the central air because it was too loud. So I'm, it's 90 degrees. I'm just sweating in like gym shorts. Um, talking about freelance writing. You know, getting 200 downloads or whatever on the first episode. And being like, all right, like, just keep going. And I just kept going. And it's, it's there's nothing noble about doing a podcast or anything like that. But the people I've met and the relationships I've made and the the work that's gone into this i can tell you right now there are i would say i'm down to around three different options um two of them are if i didn't have this podcast those wouldn't be options and that's nuts (laughs) like it's just nuts i um i've never gotten paid for this i've only paid for it i've put hundreds of dollars in this podcast um But what I've gotten out of it, the people I've met, the friends I've made, and the opportunities that are now arising—I can't wait to talk about. I won't be able again. A lot of this I won't be able to talk about. But um, I just had it is Sunday as I'm talking. I had an interview this morning. I had um, two last week. I had one over that weekend. Two before that. Um, Some of these jobs are. Bigger than I could have ever imagined at this stage of my career, um and they're so perfect. They're so like, <laughs> how the hell did this even happen? Um, again, I'm sorry for repeating some stuff. People who have listened to podcasts for a while, like I, I grew up in a trailer with five other people. We were making twenty twenty thousand, eighteen thousand a year with six people living off social security. um on a dirt road, like it wasn't anything as homeschooled. Like I I had no money growing up. We'd sometimes, you know, make Christmas presents for each other. And um I, I knew from a young age that I'd really have to work my ass off and also get a lot of breaks in order to get to a good spot. And um with some of the meetings I've been having, it's hard for me not to just kinda sit there and kind of shake my head. Like, wow. Like how the fuck did I get here? How is this happening? Um, this is not a deserves thing at all. I I would like to think I've put in a lot of work, but there's so many people do that, and I'm just fortunate enough to be where I am right now. Um, but some of these options are just nuts. It, they're a lot better than what I was just doing, I'll just say that. Um, and I, I feel... I feel really good. I feel really confident. Um I in terms of like when I'm able to talk about what's going on, this week is going to be huge. I have a again, I had a meeting this morning. I have a meeting Tuesday, so that's tomorrow. it's so weird like talking about tomorrow when it's like, Okay, today's Sunday, so it's actually two days from now, but the podcast you're here and listening to right now is Monday. It's it's stupid. Uh so I should know a lot by the end of this week um, and kind of figure out what I want to do next. It's been really, I've not taken a break because I've still driving all over LA and interviewing and taking meetings and, and applying and getting my resume already and everything like that. So I've not been like sleeping in until like 11 or anything like that. But being away from a work grind for the first time in a long time has been ideal. Uh, And I mean, I had a lot of podcasts already recorded, so it was kind of just like, hey, I I can just not worry about, quote unquote, working for a while. Uh, So it's, it's not been a break, but it's at least been a break from that mindset. And it's given me time to evaluate everything and figure out what do I want next? What do I really want next? Not based off my expectations of myself, not based off what people think I should do next, but what do I actually want to do that'll make me happy? Because if work was everything. And for the first time I realized work cannot be everything. Um, I need to do things outside of work. I need to explore the city. I need to travel. I need to be with my dog. I need to exercise. I need to do all these things to be balanced. And I just lost that balance. Uh, and some of the next things I'm super excited if they happen and I want to do them hundred percent. I always do. It's who I am. And I'm starting to remember that even more now. Um, but it's uh, part of me is also just like, Hey, I don't want to work a job. That's going to, I leave here at 9am and get back at 8pm or 9pm. Like if, if I have options other than that, that still fulfill that creative side of me. I want to do that. Like that's really important to me. Um for people who are wondering like the the financial side of this, I'm fine. Um people have been extremely nice emailing me like are you okay? Is everything like do you need to like leave LA? I'm okay. Um I was I had set up savings in case something like this would happen. Um, I would still say <laughs> this happening, if you would have told me like, all right, we're gonna do like a percentage of what could happen if you move to LA in twenty eighteen, what is how what is what has transpired in these last six, seven months is maybe like in like the five percent of like that probably it, it, it's it's maybe five percent possible, but probably won't happen and then that happened. Uh the, this business is crazy. I knew that all along. I've learned that in an even harsher way. Um but I still set up for that happening. Um, Again, I think this will be resolved within two weeks, a month max. um, And then I'll be able to talk about it and move forward, do the next thing. Um, But we'll see. Uh, I can say this. I have no plans to stop this podcast. I have actually, I'm recording two episodes tomorrow back to back. Uh, But one of the opportunities. Hmm. Uh, I would have to change a few things. And I know that's like a stupid tease. I just can't talk about it any other way. Uh, It would be a discussion with my employer and I might have to not do very specific shows, but I think the main interview ones would go on as they always have and you really wouldn't see any difference. They would just be like minor things that I have to think about. And I know that's again... I'm sorry that I'm being vague. It'll make sense. If that's the one that happens, you'll immediately know what I'm talking about. Um, so yeah, we'll see. I have a meeting about that coming up. Uh, it, again, it's crazy that I'm having meetings about this podcast. Like, it's just, it's been so bonkers. You guys have no idea what all the support has meant to me. It, you could check the analytics for tweets, as everyone knows. Um, that job tweet I put out had like 300,000 impressions what the fuck and that is what led so many people to reach out to me And it's because of everyone who listens because everyone who downloads because everyone who supported me everyone who recommends guests who ask people to come on who comment who share things who go on the reddit who left itunes reviews um i had no idea how big of a part of my life this would be and so many of the interviews i've taken have been like let's talk about your podcast like this is crazy this is nuts uh and i'm just lucky just really lucky uh it's been the weirdest year of my life it's just bar none it's just been fucking weird like again i did some like i said i did some personal things i've made a big personal decision at the start of the year that i won't get into but that was a huge step forward for me moving across the country was huge this whole what's happened since I've moved here with this job has been crazy losing the job going to some of the interviews I've gone to I thought I was done with the craziness after um, after the big move little did I know it was about to go way weirder Um, but I'm in a really good place and I have not been able to say that for years I'm heading in the right direction and that feels incredible that's a, uh, it's taken a long time to be able to say that. It's been, um, it's been a weird road, but I really feel like I've now put in the work and just decided that I can't, life doesn't have to be like this. And that was the decision I made. That was the, let's just, let's just try to fix this decision I made. And it's, um. I'm heading in the right direction and boy, I can't wait to talk about some of this shit that's going on right now. <laughs> it's just really cool. It's really cool. Um, I'm sorry that this is not a normal show. I'm sorry. This is not the normal interview podcast. Uh, I will be getting back to that very soon. I promise this has just been a very weird situation. And um, again, it happened a while back not a while back two weeks back it's like the last two episodes i'd recorded before i was laid off so you were getting those shows and there was no like me being like oh here's an update it's like now these are already done and edited so i'm just gonna put them up and then have some meetings and kind of figure my shit out to a certain extent at least to like update people and it it really means a lot that people care And if you don't that's fine too <laughs> it doesn't offend me in any way uh, a lot of people were just like, "Hey, I like Tomb Raider. You talked to the Tomb Raider guy. I'm gonna listen to your show. I, this guy's okay as ho- at hosting, whatever." Or you might be like, "I love Giant Bomb, and boy, this guy's annoying as fuck." But whatever, I'll listen to it for Jeff Gertzman. That's okay too. If you've reached this point, you're one of those people. Like, that's great. Like, oh, thank you. Um, but it was just like a lot of people reached out to me, and um, I think it's just better. This podcast has done so much for me. Um, I think this is the right platform for me to kind of just talk more at length about all of this. Um, And it'll also be the place that when, when and if, I feel like it's a win, uh, one of these jobs goes through, um, I'll be able to be like, hey, here's what I'm doing. Here's the next thing. Um, And then I'll explain how that affects the podcast in any way. Uh, It has been a crazy year. But a good one. And you know what? I'm going to say that. And it, you know, I'm not going to tempt fate. It might get weirder. I don't know how at this point. Knock on wood. Okay, look, let me not even say that. It could totally get weirder. Um, I would like if it slowed down a bit. <laughs> That'd be ideal. Uh, so who knows? But as of right now, I'm going to call it a good year. And if, if what happens happens that I think might happen, it's going to be a crazy year. So Thank you so much for all the support. If you made it all the way to the end of this, sorry I was long-winded. Thanks for sticking with me and for caring about this stuff. Um, if you have any personal questions, I, I, I'm i only speaking for myself, myself when it comes to mental health and what I've done and how it's helped me and the difference it's made. Um, you can email me. I'll at least I'll talk to you about my own experiences. Similar to this podcast, I'm never going to give you the blueprint for like, here's how everyone should do things. Everyone should get into games. There's no such thing as that same way this other thing is a perfect way to handle depression or anxiety um i was on anxiety medication i didn't like it uh and now i'm on um antidepressants and they've helped me wildly so just i'll at least talk personally my email is always in my twitter bio it's josiahrenodden at gmail.com uh, and i'm totally fine talking about this stuff more personally over email there has to be a vagueness to what i'm saying right now it's just the best way to handle it so All right. I think that covers just about everything. I probably missed a lot of things, but I think that's good enough for right now. Uh, So thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you, everyone, for making this such a crazy big part of my life. Thank you for sharing my job call out. That meant more than I can ever explain. And hopefully tune back in for the next episode of the 1099